Hello and welcome to the Lehigh Valley Food Podcast. My name's Tim, and with me today, I have my co-host, Riley. Today, we're at White Orchids Thai Cuisine. Hello, guys. How you doing? Hey. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> so, Neil, you're a... Uh... <laughs> it's good to see you guys again. Yeah, <laughs> you've, you've been on the show before. <laughs> yeah, I get around. <laughs> um, that's crazy. You know, just working at every restaurant imaginable. It's where we're at. <laughs> only two, I swear. <laughs> uh, so, so, Byron, where are, uh, where are you from? I'm from the area here. Okay, yes. yeah. awesome. Grew up in Kanji. Very cool, very cool. So mm-hmm. what what made you get into um what made you get into the restaurant world? Well, I mean, I've been working in restaurants since I was fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um so that's close to twenty five years now almost. Um <clears throat> I was uh went to school, came back in the area after being abroad and had an opportunity to work with Jeff. Mm-hmm. And so I've been here for uh twelve and a half years now. Awesome. <clears throat> so yeah. Out of the 14. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Out of the 14, 14 years that this yeah. restaurant has been open. Yeah. Um, so you said you were abroad. Where where'd you, where were you? Uh, I was in China for two and a half years. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. So studied Mandarin and did some teaching English and came back in the area and had this opportunity. So, so Neil, obviously we kind of know your, uh, yeah. your background from the other episode a little bit that you were on. Um you know what's it what's it like working at two two different places kind of holding a similar job at both places and yeah. granted the, granted they're all in the same like ecosystem of the same it's the same family yeah. right it's the same thing i uh, you know it's uh, i was really excited about the opportunity to, mm-hmm. to have two places and two programs and you know obviously managed with a, like great gms and, and owners who really supported what i what i viewed to to do at both and, mm-hmm. and my vision and uh like i said at notch it's really uh it's that new toy kind of thing and we and we definitely attached it aggressively seasonally so mm-hmm. i have that opportunity every six months to really challenge myself and my bar team and and um come up with the new flavor profiles you know profiles from the seasons and just really attack it and have some fun and here it's just uh byron and jeff did such a great do- job already setting up the program before i got here that we uh i'm amazed at some of the wine that byron uh brings in he's more of that palate side for me and the uh beer program i think is a lot um is a lot a bit more and has been a, like you know really real it's trustworthy over here uh for sure uh we have a lot of domestics over at notch but we we have a nice rotating menu here that yeah. uh, byron's cultivated over the years and i've just kind of taken the baton um so over here they made it a lot easier on me um <laughs> which is nice uh but it's also they're two uh very similar but also very different so it keeps it keeps it you know keeps me guessing it doesn't doesn't make it as stagnant you know at two so places what's different about it here then the bar like uh different wise i would say we, we usually keep a lot of the same cocktails we tweak them but they're definitely tailored towards our food like a lot you know and, and we don't change as often we have you know best tie 14 for 14 so nice. uh, yeah a little stat <laughs> for you guys uh but you know we really take it with our specials here um you know we have so many good house recipes that sell constantly that here we we really just attack specials often with the food and the cocktails and the rotating beer and uh wine features for sure we have some amazing options for wine features by the glass and by the bottle that you really can't get anywhere in the valley they're real niche and uh go great with our food so i think that's kind of where we get a chance to capitalize over here with already being around for a while yeah uh, we you know notch we're building from the ground up you know we're, we're winning those awards and we're trying to build that trust with people so that's where um i'd say it's a little different in both that's pretty awesome. Um, for this season, what would be like your pick for wine, for beer, and for 
just regular drinks. Oh, oh you, you want to take the wine, my friend? Yeah. He's, I always trust yeah. his wine palate more than mine. I'm, I've been down the spirit hole for so long. It's taken some time to build up my wine palate. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, seasonality is big with uh, cocktails and wine and beer as a whole. And I think uh, oftentimes pairing it with Thai food is maybe a challenge to a lot of people, or it could just be very unique in its own right, being that we're utilizing a lot of uh, fish sauce, a lot of like very umami flavor profiles, bright citrus, spicy, sweet, and all over the map for Thai cuisine that uh, you can have a lot of fine fun with it. Um, I think that that fun factor for the cuisine really opens up an opportunity to try different varietals and different wines that maybe you wouldn't be able to walk into the state store and say, I'm going to buy this today. And then you just walk over and get like a Pinot Grigio or a Chardonnay yeah. or a Merlot or a Cab. Uh, I think there's a lot of wine in the world and I think uh, Italian wines are fantastic. Uh, a lot of really great white transitional wines that wouldn't necessarily have to be like super crisp or dry, but yet not massive or overpowering. Um, so I think like a, a, a fun wine would be a Fiano di Avellino. Uh, so a Fiano from Avellino would be like a medium weight white wine that really just sets off with our curries. Uh, so that's good. a great pairing. So a white wine for a fall transition, a little bit heavier. Um, red options, I mean, it can go across the board. Uh, really, I think that uh, some of our cuisine might lend itself more towards white wines, but there could be some fresh red wines that won't overpower and still go along with and whether that be um some burgundian um i mean pinot noir is going to be fantastic um but more fleshy fruit forward style is really great god i hate so pinot noir <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah and that's and that's exactly why i lean on him a lot for that uh cocktail wise I, I honestly seasonality wise coming up one of my favorites on the menus is the rama rack mm -hmm. uh really a sazerac riff uh named after uh throwing a little was king yeah, king, king rama? rama the fifth king rama yeah. the fifth the big Thai figure um in that nation and um you know, it's it's a Sazerac riff, so I actually use a nice Rittenhouse rye as a base, and then I split base it with um, a lot of times traditional French style. You know, New Orleans, you'll split base it with some cognac. Uh, I did it with a Blue Coat barrel aged uh, to get a little bit more of that botanical herbal, but still have that barrel present. And then uh, we infuse Peychaud bitters uh, with basil, which is you know very prominent in a lot yeah. of the Thai dishes, yeah. and it's just nice, dry, dark herb. Yeah. Um, Thai basil has that pungent yeah. fruit, yeah. like. Yeah, so absolutely. yeah, it ties in with the gin, ties in mm -hmm. with that little Pernod, you know, rinse, stirred, nice and you know, easy sipper, warming. So uh, it goes with the food. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fun one. I was really happy with that guy. A little flamed lemon twist. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. So um Neil was saying that you guys are rated best tie fourteen out of fourteen years. Fourteen. I learned that today. Um learned that today. <laughs> so uh, what would you say, like, from the menu, what do you guys do that, that stacks up and differentiates you from other Thai restaurants in the area? What what really gives you that, hey, we are the best in the area? Like, you know, you're not going to find it. I mean, anytime you walk into a Thai restaurant, you're going to ask for a pad thai. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's kind of what you always go off of. Uh, our pad thai that we utilize is a little bit upper echelon from the base of the ingredients. <clears throat> so I think obviously using great ingredients and then having your own flair and adding to that really helps uh, present that dish nicely. And we do a lot of different uh, riffs of pad thai. So mm -hmm. we keep it fresh with, we do a Hawaiian pad thai. So it's got pork belly, sausage, cool. tomato, oh and pineapple. So <laughs> I'm part Hawaiian. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a fun riff. And I think, you know, 
playing off that pad thai, uh, we do a lot of other great dish classics, drunken noodles, pad mm-hmm. sius. But really, I mean, pad thai is what we do in and out all day, every day. Absolutely. I mean, you guys have been a family favorite for a long time. Pretty much my stepmother moved here from up by New York. And this was the first restaurant where she said, fine, I can eat out. And really have out. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's great. <laughs> So, so moving on from that, you guys obviously have a great menu. You, you know, you keep it fresh all the time by rotating things in and out and, and making sure that, you know, seasonally it's, it's appropriate for what people are coming in to eat. You know, as of right now, every restaurant's experiencing kind of like staffing. What Are you guys doing anything special to maintain that quality? Um, during this crisis of just staffing in general for businesses or? Yeah. I mean, uh, like we were saying earlier, I mean, sometimes you have to say no, but with saying no is more so a matter of keeping that control of the consistency mm-hmm. and keeping the control of the consistency for the guests that are here and able to dine with us or getting takeout uh, is vital so that it's a consistent uh, atmosphere as well as yeah. uh, quality of food. Um, so that's really what we're trying to maintain. And obviously the past year and a half, two years, our takeout uh, has really blown up in regards to Absolutely. volume uh, and understandably so. And, you know, but we have a lot of new systems in place that take that control out of our hands directly and we can manipulate it and be sure that we're ensuring that quality across the board. So sometimes we have to turn off takeout or we yeah. have longer waits, but, um, you know, really just trying to narrow that in. We have also had to, you know, reduce some of our menu options because we don't have the labor force to be able to um, correctly, um, you know, um, develop or build those dishes so you know reducing the menu to keep it more concise and and really keeps that consistency and quality there um which you know again don't ever want to really say no but you have to just to be able to make sure that we have the quality there yeah for sure absolutely Mm -hmm. so given given all that where does the where does the like passion come from how does you know obviously you're not going to maintain a high quality and you're not going to have that staff that all wants to work together to do that um if there isn't so kind of where does that come from how does that grow and how does that i guess what i'm trying to say is like you know what what drives the business to strive for excellence pizza parties (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i think uh i mean i guess customers really i mean you have customers come in and you have regulars and like we said we've been here for 14 years now um and a lot of those customers have been coming for 14 years yeah so uh we also pride ourselves in having a lot of uh, local uh family employees and you know really hire from within in mm-hmm. the local community so i think that that all ties in tandem to the success of the, the restaurant is you know the local um neighbors and friends and family yeah absolutely that's something actually i I was uh, very impressed with coming over here for the first time just seeing uh you know in my first two years here how many uh siblings have worked or you know aunts or moms or it's Mm -hmm. just the 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 web goes deep over here and it just shows that that you guys have done just a a great job creating a great environment for a long time it's nice to be a part of it right now i think it's definitely saved us when it comes to lack of bodies out there from time to time you know um we just got to keep those generations rolling in so uh yeah it was something i was very impressed keep them coming keep them coming people all right (laughs) (laughs) so we always need some fresh legs um 
but yeah, that was something I was very impressed with. And I think it, it definitely goes a long way in building that culture that can just continue to pass on it, whether we lose a lot of people or gain a lot of people. When you do create those seasonal holiday dishes, um, obviously, you know, you're kind of creating new ones every time. Where does the inspiration come from for some of those new and unique dishes that maybe people haven't tried before that two and a half years in China, I think. No, oh, <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, I think, uh, we've done lots of different specials throughout the years. And, uh, I mean, Jeff and myself enjoy food and, and, you know, here we are a Thai restaurant, but we still have fun with that option and make fun riffs off of classics. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then also, um, having the ability of the other restaurant at notch, we really have a lot of fun over there and get a little bit more, um, out of the box, out of the box. Right. So, yeah. um, just a, enough to where, um, we have fun with it, but I'm not putting an extra workload on the kitchen. So it still keeps it fresh, fair. but it consistent, you know? Very uh, so it'll be a whole new challenge come this uh, holiday season. So we'll see what we can, yeah. we can, we can do. But <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's the nice thing about Thai food too. When I, when I started diving down, cause I didn't know much before I got here, I, I really didn't have Thai and it was nice of these guys to increase my waistline over the last two years. <laughs> but um, it is what they always talk about the five S's, the five different flavors like sweet, spicy, savory, yeah, you, those and mommies. So right. in that window of that general overview of you, you can have fun, you know, and they do a great job of just trying out a lot of different things. Yeah. I mean, you know, Thai it. cuisine is a melting pot of Southeast Asia. You know, you have mm -hmm. heavy Indian influences as well as that Chinese presence. So everything from curries to stir fry to wok noodles, um, you know, there's a lot of different expressions. Yeah. So what is one of the wildest items you guys put out? One of the wildest items. Um, Hamuk's pretty crazy. And did it work out? That's I liked that one a lot. The one that was in the coconut. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. yeah oh, that that that's a, a fun one. presentation. Yeah, hamuk is a great presentation, and I they eat do things. they do egg within the curry, so it <laughs> creates a whole different texture. Um, I would say, you know, of late, that Hawaiian pad thai was probably the most successful uh, experiment. Right now, we're doing a uh, a riff on ramen, but it, we're utilizing a ramen noodle base on pad thai, so it's a pad thai ramen done with uh, shrimp and fresh cut mango. So tossed in with those profiles are pretty fantastic. Hmm. So that one's probably the most successful special right now that we've been That's running. Pretty That's yeah. pretty cool. And we do crispy noodle and a fried egg on top. What's your favorite then? Oh, uh, whatever chef is making for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Not biased. That's like yeah, <laughs> no, whatever he's making me, I'm happy. That's fine. And how about you? What's your favorite dish? I, I go back and forth. I'm sure the kitchen will have more, a stronger opinion on this <laughs> than myself because they, they now know exactly what I get. So um, wow. I, I usually go with the pad thai or the basil fried rice. And then the, That's um, my favorite as well. yeah, right. So good. So good. Uh, mm -hmm. But, uh, I always stick with the pork sausage. Pork sausage mm -hmm. is so good. It's that same, uh, you know, sweet Chinese sausage that with like some chicken and broccoli, mm -hmm. and, you know, try to get the veggies in there to not try feel as bad. <laughs> try not to be daring and getting something real weird. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. When I stay, I stay at like a hot, you That's, know, that's the opposite. I don't go to I hot. I like, I'm like, Hey. Give me the frog legs and make it super spicy. Yeah, right. It's just great. <laughs> and I see him sweating over there while still scarfing the food down. I'm like, are you okay? Yeah, it's it's an experience. That's yeah. what he's going for. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Know, Jacoby, should we get some frog legs for lunch? Sure. From uh, Shanghai? Sure. <laughs> Threaten him with a good time. <laughs> um, that's the other fun thing with Ty is the spice levels. Mm -hmm. I think that's something great. Just bringing, talking that off on a whim. Um, you know, going one to five, and I hear our fives, like, you know, isn't Thai five, right? Doesn't Pock and Pie feel a way about that? 
Oh yeah, tie hot no return. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys do a real good job at even the spicy stuff, like balancing it out and making it still palatable for for most people. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a testament to the chefs, man. For sure. Why is he yeah. laughing? So hard <laughs> in the corners? Yeah, it can get up there, man. That tie hot no take backs. Best of luck. <laughs> Should give you a box of tissues. Yeah, yeah. Indian is probably the hottest food I've ever had. Yeah, they have, a, they have a secret level of spice. The one restaurant that's Indian mild to hot, right? And that's like the spice out the top of your head. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not even like that. It's just like your whole body gets hot, and then you're sweating, and you're like, I don't know what's going on. I'm gonna yeah. die. <laughs> Checking your pulse yeah. <laughs> keeps you clean. It does. It's healthy. But yes, you guys do a very good job um, balancing everything out and, you know, making making taking Thai food and, and giving that spice to people, but giving it to them in a way where they can enjoy it as well. Yeah. Um, and you're right. That is a testament to the kitchen and a testament to the quality of the food that you guys are producing. And I appreciate that. Is there anything special that you guys wanted to cover besides what we covered already? Ooh, I was going to say, I feel that. like... <laughs> I feel like with no shift, did you guys? You guys aren't doing the. Uh, here's a can of beans. What would you make with this? I brought something. <laughs> it depend, it depends. Yeah. Yeah, we should do this. Should we throw I feel like you got to do it with everybody. Can I get yeah. my two cents on this? <laughs> we can. We can. Yeah. We can play the game. I would, uh, yeah. Take this the brat. Yeah, that's, uh, that's very weird. simple, but quite difficult. <laughs> okay. Wow. You're right. so, well, while we while we finish up, we like to um, like to play a game um, where we. <laughs> Oh my god! Neil knows what it is, but Byron doesn't. <laughs> Where we bring something kind of, um, kind of random and say, like, how would you create a five star dish out of this, or how would you create something you know that people <laughs> would love to order? So I looked through our cupboards today. We don't have much, <laughs> so I have this. And you can go ahead and oh. tell them what that is. <clears throat> it is pasta sides Alfredo. Fettuccine and creamy Parmesan Romano flavor sauce. Also, I purposely brought something that had nothing to do with Thai foods. So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good luck. I mean, there's noodles. And neither of us there are, are noodles. <laughs> <laughs> so we do uh, we do a Bangkok curry noodle. So it's a pad Thai noodle with green curry done throughout. And oftentimes that play does give a texture pseudo Alfredo, but then it reminds you that it is curry and spicy. So I think I would do a riff off of that. And I'd probably do a green curry split base on that cheese. And I'd top it off with some Parmesan and just really have a fun, fun time with it. Damn, Tim, you huh? failed. Well done. That's all right. That's, yes. I didn't, I didn't That's fail. That's a GM. Well Watch your game, dude. That's the point. You know, I... I I'm not trying to bring something that's going to discredit people. I yeah, right. know you guys are good. But no, that was quick thinking. Um, I love it. That was I would great. create a sort of uh, noodle milk uh, horchata thing with the noodles. And, uh, <laughs> and then I would use a little bit of the natural flavors uh, with egg white and top it with the Parmesan. <laughs> and, and then have people drink them. <laughs> yes. Cold noodles. So you cool well, them listen, down man, first. You said I got to play this time. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what I would do. And follow these directions. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny. I it definitely like the free. green curry idea. I think he wins. Yeah, yeah. that <laughs> is a good idea. I don't know. Neil's uh, noodle drink sounds pretty uh, refreshing. Don't, don't yeah, I actually might. Uh, I'm going to do it now just to piss everybody off. Go ahead. Oh, <laughs> Take him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. Do you yeah. Well, do you guys have anything going on for the holidays? Yeah. Ah, that's a good point. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think any, you know, you have all this data from being here for 14 years, but what does that data really turn into right now? It's a whole new operation day to day. Last year has been just a whole different beast. It's actually, that's actually been something. So then what happened last year during the holidays? Takeout. We had we had lots of takeout. We had, you know, two tables on the patio with eight heaters surrounding them if they wanted to sit outside. And we had, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, reduced numbers on the inside. But um, so probably a little bit back to normal this year. This year will be a little bit more indoor. I don't think that they're going to put those restrictions or anything like that foreseeably, uh, you know, cross your fingers and all. But uh, takeout will still be strong. And uh, I think a lot of business has spread out throughout the week. Uh, We are open seven days a week, lunch and dinner here. Where oftentimes in the holiday season you get a hyper compression on Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah. Now you're going to have still be busy on Fridays and Saturdays for sure, but it's more spread out on day to day basis. That's good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, which is a good sign. So I mean, from that aspect, that's a win. Um, but also from that aspect, there's no reprieve. Yeah, yeah. Like Downtime. Yeah, you don't have a lazy Monday. Catch yeah. up on stuff. Yeah, not too <laughs> many. Not too many of those. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'll be good. I'm hosting wow. Thanksgiving this year. I'm pretty Ooh, excited nice. about that. Yeah, thanks. Nice, you guys nice. asked what we were doing. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go. I got a large family, man. I, mean, I don't have seven kids and a, six and a dog, but I have five siblings. You know what I mean? Seven oh, wow. nieces and nephews. Cool. Yeah, and yeah, a couple dogs. It's kind of how my family is, too. It's, right, yeah, it's crazy. Got, just I got more up. cousins than I probably have met in my life. So, My yeah. mom is the oldest out of 20 kids. That's insanity. Mm. It's crazy. Just too much. Wow. It's nuts. But yeah, we'll be rolling out uh, kite sail special stuff all through the holiday. Awesome. You know what I mean? Uh, Sounds good. Keep an eye out. Yeah, for both spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably put together some Camparis come into town for Wild Turkey in November. <laughs> uh, Kendall Conrad is going to be joining Notch in October, late October. Um, White Orchid. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of stuff. I'm looking at a guy (laughs) getting some knots. So, yeah. (laughs) Well, I look forward to all of it. We all look forward to all of it. Yeah, guys. uh, Till till round three. Yeah. Uh, Who knows what next restaurant you'll be working at? I hope you just didn't do me twice to get me over with. That way, we're going to talk later in the year. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's been a pleasure having you guys on. Neil, it's been a pleasure having you back. Lovely meeting you. You as well. Lovely meeting you, Brian. Great seeing you, Brian. uh, Byron. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah. Cool. Well, great. The last episode ended in Go Birds. I'm definitely going to cut that out. Oh, Go Birds. (laughs) Do it again, dude. We're two and three.